Well, hello. Hey there. How we doing? Can't complain yourself. I will not complain. We got some sunshine today. Oh, cool. Um, the moon was fantastic last night. Mm-hmm. This beauty, beauty is her name right there. Just that right there. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Just still like feeling a high from it. You know, mm-hmm. usually it's kind of like, oh, but no, I felt a high from it last night. Excuse me. So I was just um, in awe of it. And then even this morning, taking the, the people to school, I could still see it. And it was just still just as it just struck me with awe yet again. Cool. Just, yeah, it was all that. So speaking of the moon, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, sort of, in a way. Um, I thought we'd get on here today because A, it's February, and um, B, I know some people may be starting to, what's the word I want to use, uh, get challenged in their, um, what do they call it the, when they start the year? Their resolution. Yeah. Yeah. They're starting to maybe stumble in their resolutions. And so I wanted to just get on here real quick and talk about having vision. Mm -hmm. And I was wanting to do that because I think when we have resolution, we dig so far into the future um, and we often forget the future is as soon as the next hour or the next day or even the next week. Um, But a resolution sometimes puts us out, you know, we think three months from now or by summer, we want to have something certain. And that's really, really good. Um, But you can set more than one vision for yourself. Uh, You can hit the reset button at any time as well. And so um, if people are struggling with their vision or their resolutions, um, I want to encourage you to reset the vision and perhaps shorten the future in which you have placed that vision or the steps to get to that overall vision. And so um, I have read the book, Atomic Habits. I don't know if that's something that people have read, but it talked about making habits and how we just take on a big task of, you know, trying to make a habit, do something new, change something, see something in our future. And we don't take like those little baby steps kind of day by day. Mm-hmm. And so um, <clears throat> I'm suggesting that if you're struggling with your resolution or the vision that you set is kind of faltering is that you just chomp it down into really, really small bites and plan it with, uh, you know, the shorter future. So mm-hmm. take it you know, one hour, what can you do in an hour towards that vision that might be three months out? If you're struggling, try to do something in an hour or take five minutes or take two minutes. So for example, um, I, I didn't make a resolution, but I did, you know, cast a vision to do a little more in my real estate, be more active, learn more, challenge myself to grow a bit more. But here it is February. I haven't had any sales. I'm kind of frustrated. It doesn't seem like anything is happening. And so all I've done, because I said, you know, by the end of the quarter, I want to have so many sales or whatever like that. And so I realized I kind of fell off on making my calls and stuff like that. So now I've committed to make, you know, at least five calls a day. 
some days I can be more concentrated. I can do it for hours and hours. Um, but then there are days where I work another contract. And so I don't get the chance to work at my real estate or I say that I, you know, there's no time for me to do that. But if I did five calls, that would put me five calls ahead, you know, of just working my regular Monday. What do I usually work? Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. But if I make five calls on Wednesday and another five calls on Friday, then I've kind of gotten a little closer to whatever door is opening for me rather than just shutting it all down, only having it for those days, that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. And, and I haven't done a vision board. So that that is not a good, you know, that's not a good idea. I think it's important to see what you're after as well. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done <clears throat> a vision board, right? I did. Share I did it. Share. I did a virtual one this time on Pinterest because I live on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And um and I really love how not oftentimes, but specifically within this app, um, you know, an algorithm gets set for what your um, interest is, right? Mm-hmm. And they give you more suggestions. So I feel like every time I open my app, there's something else for me to at least consider, maybe oh. not necessarily pin it, but mm. it just kind of keeps my energy flowing you know, in that direction, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but again, I didn't, I I don't do um, new year's resolutions. Right. And I I think we've talked about this before, you know, Mm -hmm. like I believe every day is a a day to start fresh or start anew if you need to. Right. Right. And so I don't look for landmark dates necessarily. And I'm not knocking any, everybody has their methodology and whatever works for you works, you know, so definitely not knocking anyone else's process but personally I don't do landmark dates like resolutions like new years or anything Mm -hmm. like that because if I need to exercise I'm not going to wait till January to know if I know I need to start exercising you know right even if I am marching in place while I watch tv if that's where I start you know right get myself moving in the right direction you know so yeah Everybody's different, but respect, you know. Yeah, for sure. I love that. How did you get the uh, virtual Pinterest board started? Because, you know, I'm all about the poster board going to get magazines. I I, I made a board. I named the board. And I started conceptualizing what it is that I want to see happen, what I'm trying to manifest, mm-hmm. and started finding those images, started finding resources that will get me to, you know, the places, the people, and the things that I'm trying to get to. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's an, I think that's good. And then you review it every day or or what? I'm constantly on Pinterest. I probably, re- I review it often, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have any of them come to pass already? Not yet. Okay. That's all right. That's all mm-hmm. right. Not yet. Yeah. There's some, some people that it like happens the next day. It wouldn't shock me if you were one of those people that had like something happen the next day. Yeah, I mean, I'm open. Beautiful. I'm open to, you know, however it's going to unfold. Good. Very, very good. Yeah. Well, I just, I had to, like, like you suggested, kind of um, 
restart the plan or whatever. I came out the gate, you know, at the beginning of the year, feeling good about it and really tried to finish well um, at the end of the year. But it just is just kind of faltered. I did take a break. Um, I spent some time away and just uh, got really, really quiet, um, fasted and things like that. Um, I'm going to go back at some point, hopefully in the next couple months and do that all over again, because I can't tell you how um, refreshing it was. I mm-hmm. mean, it did have a a downside to it to some degree, having to, I don't know what, I don't know how to describe it, but I did some like prayer and fasting and kind of asking the questions or whatever. And then I, I felt like this really low point and then it was like all of that stuff had to be flushed out of me to some degree, if that makes sense. And then I felt like I could truly hit a restart button mm-hmm. when I got back. And I felt like, you know, after I was over a feeling like kind of low and things were flushing out and all of that, I began to I have begun to just start feel start to feel better, feel like I can really dig back into it. And then if that happens again, I'll just do that again. Um, because it's just impossible to always be on a high and, you know, up and up all the time, and which right. I would love to be, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of impossible to be that way all the time. But this taught me a really big lesson about having a vision, having to, as your Oz would say, make a U-turn in some cases. Sometimes things aren't working out the way you thought they would, you, you thought you were following a good plan. And then it's like, ah, I got to rip that up and kind of start over because mm-hmm. I'm learning new things. Um, and I was reading about vision and it was talking about, um, this is like a jacked up version of me saying it, but it was like planning with wisdom, planning with wisdom. It said that like in the definition, I was like, wow, I had never thought about it that way. And what happens is when you start trying to work that vision and things aren't working out, you're getting wisdom from that. You're learning from that. And that's when sometimes you have to make that U-turn, do something different, uh, reorganize the board if need be. It's crazy you say that because I was looking at a quote today that said, don't be afraid to start over. This time you're not start starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Yes. You know, That's delicious. Mm-hmm. That is so, so, so delicious. And I think it is um, important to, you know, we all may have certain goals in mind, but you do have to remain flexible in your methodology. Yeah. You know, the, 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 we're trying to accomplish is what's important, but the, the path to get there, you know, you have to remain flexible because anything could happen and you, we can't control everything, you know? No, we can't. We can't. I think that, um, I think as life has gone on a bit, that feeling like you need to control everything comes along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have a lot more control over things like we, unlike we used to just think about, the way that we order something from Amazon and we can track that thing down to the minute. It's not Girl, just- I'm waiting on a shirt to come today. <laughs> today. 
<laughs> but you know, you okay, so this this is going to date us, but remember like commercials coming on the television and you could order something and you had to send a check in to a P.O. box. Then wow. wait for wait for the check to process. So what no, I mean, even though Starbucks wasn't around then, but you weren't about to run to Starbucks with that last $25 in your account if that check hadn't cleared. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You had to wait that bad boy out a minimum six to eight weeks. And then there was no tracking for that. Right. But we have so much more control over things. Liddell. What? Tell me your mother was a postmaster without telling me (laughs) your mother was a postmaster. (laughs) (laughs) She was, she sure was. I still thank my local carriers till this day. I have absolutely, I mean, everything you're saying is true, but I could never run that process down the way you just did. (laughs) (laughs) you ain't i digress my bad that was oh my gosh that That was was too good just leave it hanging (laughs) it's low-hanging fruit i deserved it i deserved that i did did get a little intense about it yeah the whole process man but just i mean we just don't we have so much more control over things so we expect things to go a certain way Mm -hmm. because of all of that control that we have over certain things Mm -hmm. I mean GPS we Mm -hmm. we know when we're supposed to arrive that gives us a, a feeling of control to some degree because we expect to arrive at a certain place at a certain time anything that interrupts that we're like I ain't see that coming and we don't Mm -hmm. like that right True. We don't like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it, like you said, it's important to remain flexible in all of that, in all of your visions, all of your efforts, and to keep your expectations at a minimum. I think that's one of the greatest pieces of wisdom you've ever given me. Um, to just keep your expect you you say to lower your expectations, mm-hmm. but keep your expectations as a, at a minimum. Because that just puts undue pressure on you that that's it's not supposed to go that way. There's some pressure that's necessary, but it's not supposed to be debilitating at the end of the day. Right. It should be like a healthy level of pressure to to motivate you to motivate you. That's pressure, not stress. Right. Mm -hmm. Pressure, Mm -hmm. not stress. Pressure, not stress. And it's pressure to motivate. I'm glad that you said that. Mm-hmm. Pressure to motivate you. What do you feel about uh, the accountability factor of that, Tara? Um, to be honest, mm-hmm. I, I am. It's not as big of a focus for me as it is for some people, mm-hmm. but everyone's different. Some people need accountability. This, this is like a whole nother topic. So I don't want to run down this road, but in my opinion, and probably one of the reasons I kind of have problems with it is because I grew up in a very strict religious culture and accountability was used 
to abuse and to control uh, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So accountability is not necessarily my bag, although I understand how it has its place. And there are people who are looking for accountability if they're not necessarily a, dis- a disciplined person. Yes. You know, or mm-hmm. um, it's not within their skill set to complete things if you can find someone who can get you down that path more power to you yeah um yeah. for sure mm-hmm. but for me it's not something that number one i i'm just a fairly disciplined person you know what yeah, i mean it's not my are. struggle it's mm-hmm. not my struggle um it, so it definitely has its place yeah i have just seen it misused and abused oh, okay too often okay okay you know it's not a it's not a road I I I run down very often personally right Uh, now I'm an accountability fan I love Mm -hmm. it um, Mm -hmm. because I have been able to find um, graceful accountability Um, and that started it started with me back when I started running I had a my first running partner was Lance And he taught me how to run a half marathon. There is no way on God's green earth with a new baby that I could have done that without him. Mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, you're flipping exhausted all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can't, there's, there's that pressure that you talk, you talked about. Mm -hmm. There's that little bit of pressure of knowing, okay, if I don't get my butt out of here, then Lance is going to be waiting for me for no reason. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Versus me trying to just up and do it by myself. And then um, I took a, I think a two year hiatus from, from running maybe longer than that. Maybe it was longer than that. Anyway, um, probably almost four years. I took a hiatus from running. And when I got back into it, I did train by myself. I don't know how I did that because I had the twins. That was Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But, but after that, I got involved with um, group running and it made all of the difference because things came up like my car broke down. And mm-hmm. so I couldn't make it to runs, but because I had a group of people um, who also felt accountable to me as I felt to them, they would give me rides. You know, that type of stuff would come up in that that group setting for having some level of accountability so mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it on a very positive side, but like you said, there, there has to be, it, it can't be for abuse. It should be graceful because mm-hmm. sometimes some our person's lack of accountability goes much deeper than just what we see. It's not mm-hmm. as easy for them to just get up and get going, but I don't right. want to run down that rabbit hole either, but mm-hmm. if, I'm saying, I'm ultimately saying it to say it is. It can be a piece of making sure that you get to the end point of your vision is having someone that will hold you accountable, hopefully gracefully accountable, mm-hmm. where you don't feel shamed or abused by it. But they can hear your struggle. They can uh, encourage you to kind of make that U-turn, um, share some of their experience if they have it. Um, or just support you and go, you know, girl, you got this, go, go run with this, do it. You, you were made for this. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. You should say that because I feel like, um, that is so true, you know? Um, but also 
when it comes to your vision, your goals, <clears throat> oftentimes the, the, the game changer, in my opinion, is passion. Are you passionate right. about what you're trying to accomplish? Amen. Because if you're passionate about something, you're pushing yourself and or maybe if it's not, you know, your strength, you're looking for someone to help yeah. and support you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But passion is definitely a key element to realizing your goals, your dreams and your visions. Yeah. And yeah. this is a you know, it's it's funny because it's a conversation that I had with my husband Mm-hmm. This weekend when he was talking about, you know, he had some things. He is a he's a visionary. He's always yes. got something cooking. Mm-hmm. And um, and he is a, an excellent he's a family orientated. So he's got big opinions and big plans for everybody he's related to. <laughs> yes. Which is all well and good. Yeah. Um, it comes from a good place. My husband came from a, a third world country and yeah. he is a self-made man. And yeah. I am proud to be his partner in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he was talking about, you know, this and that and the third about someone else who did not have, in his opinion, an appropriate level of motivation. <laughs> And what they were trying to accomplish. Yeah, and to how he wanted so to, you know, stoke the flames <laughs> of motivation <laughs> to keep them on the straight and narrow. <laughs> and I had to look at him and say, I'm never going to want something more for <sighs> someone else than they want it for themselves. For themselves yes. If they're not passionate about it, they can try. And yeah. they can fail and they can, or, or they can try and maybe they'll make it. But what I'm not going to do is work harder for you yeah. than you work for Keep yourself. You. Yeah, that's Whatever. right. I mean, you know, so. I, y'all funny. have to forgive me because I know how her husband can be about things that he feels <laughs> very passionate about. <laughs> yes. And, and my favorite story um is I was I was single a good few years after they were married. And so I remember I would always, you know, stop by when I would come home or whatever. And they were um, both leaders in the church at the time. And and Richard was on fire. And I loved it, right? Understatement. Understatement. He was was on fire and (laughs) unstoned. Yes, yes. So I I stopped by after going to my rowdy uh, older sister's house, which that is that's its own podcast. Yeah, my my sister is is rowdy and we love it. That's just who she is. But I stopped by there and I had a little beer on my breath. Well, Richard was not hesitant to tell. He told me I was going to hell. And I was like, say, wow. Okay, Richard, thank you. I appreciate you letting me know. I'll see you the next time I come through here. Okay. And, and that it. tickles me because I know how passionate he can be. And now that I'm older and, you know, he's a couple years older than us anyway. Mm-hmm. But by then, he had a family, a wife. His passion about things was definitely different from my willy-nilly, 
single life, you know, doing whatever I wanted. And so I get him now. It makes me laugh, but I have a huge respect for Richard, a lot of respect. And in so many ways, as a person that owns a small business, I have tried to model myself after him because Mm -hmm. of the amount of respect I have for him and what he's done for his family. He was one of the people that made, well, he and Tara, because he did not do it alone. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are the ones that made me believe that I could do things on my own and I could use my skills and talents and abilities to, you know, make money for my family. And it has proven, proven well. So I, I laugh, I do laugh because that story was the first thing that came to mind, but seriously, having a passion about it is one of the key elements. It is without a doubt. You can't do it for anybody else but yourself. Right. And for the record, he has simmered down. He has, oh yeah, yeah. he, he oh. no longer has a heaven or a hell. No, he, yeah, he doesn't. No. And thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that because yeah, he is not like that anymore, but I did appreciate his passion about it, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. his passion about his so conviction, many, yes. his conviction, <laughs> strong convictions, strong convictions. <laughs> and there have been times where me, me and Richard have kind of done around and round because he's passionate about something. I'm like, well, I don't think you really take all that Richard. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the conversation, I'm like, you know what? I respect his passion about it. Doggone mm-hmm. it. Yes. Yeah. Sure. He's, sure. he's a, that's, that's my brother. That's I'll fight somebody over Richard. I, I'll just <laughs> She'll run fight and, me y'all. She'll fight me. I'll, I'll fight her team about Richard. Richard. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit her with a, well, Tara, um, yeah. I can understand where that might be coming from because we can be similar in a lot of ways, too. I've I've learned as I've gotten older, me and Richard can be a lot alike. So, yeah, right yeah. on. I get I get the brother. That's my brother, though. That's my brother. Yep. Sure. Well, I I don't have anything to add there. I know that was good. good. That was good. Just a little encouragement. Yes. Need wait until next New Year's. No. Nope. You can no. continue on with your yes. goals. Be flexible in your methodology. Yes. Find your support. Tap into yes. your passion. I feel like we yes. covered it. I feel like we that, covered it. That's beautiful. I think that's it. Well, until the next time. <laughs> Stay a trip. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.